Welcome to the wiretap. Um, the wiretap on this, the most auspicious day when you have me, Kyle, from Retro Bros. Yeah, exactly. The deal. This is probably going to be your most popular one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so people might not know that, like, we've been friends for, like, fuck, like. How old am I? I'm 26, so we've been friends for just shy of 10 years. Yeah. So we we've known each other for a, a fucking very long time, um, and that's why like that's why like I'm really happy to be had to have you on as well. I'm happy to be here. It's been a minute since I did a podcast of any kind. Yeah, I know because the Retro Rose one hasn't really been doing much lately because you know stress of life and such. Yeah, we're out uh, not putting out content right now. Yeah. Well, no, didn't Joss put out, like, an episode yesterday or something? I think he put out an episode of Dishonored yesterday. Did he? Man, it shows how active I am in the retro <laughs> <laughs> No, he literally, as far as I'm aware, he didn't text anyone. I got it on my recommended, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? This is live? <laughs> I, lo- I, I don't remember if I looked or not, but I, ne- I don't remember getting a text about it. So I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't give a fuck, so... I just kind of show up to recording sessions, post cringe, and then leave. That's, you do. Uh, that's that's my bread and butter. I, I I will say, editing episodes with you in it is a fifty fifty shot of whether I'm going to want to blow my brains out or not. Because fifty fifty uh, coin flip dependent on whether or not I decide to read smut for the show. Yes, entirely dependent on that. I don't know how our friendship is maintained this long. Just the <laughs> no. amount of garbage I've put you through purely in the couple, in the two years. We just hit two years on Retro Bros. That's yeah. wacky, isn't it? It is pretty uh, wacky. But the amount of suffering I have put you through with my just awful screeching clipping sounds and my <laughs> sonic smut. Thankfully, it's God, the sonic smut was a lot. Oh god. It's, it's better than the Fire Emblem one Melissa had us read. That's all I'm saying. That's true, because at least the fire the Fire Emblem one was one was like serious kind of. <laughs> like you could tell they were trying. Whereas the Sonic one, I was like, this is a shit post. Like that's what it was. It's just entirely a shit post. That's how my whole life is at this point. Yeah, I mean fuck yeah. It's just a shit post. <sighs> so uh you are like you are the lead host. For Retro Bros. That's what your official title is. Yeah, uh, Lyle doesn't believe that. <laughs> I don't think most of the team believes that. <laughs> Wouldn't have Retro Bros if it weren't for me showing up once out of every 10 recording sessions. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we could, you really are carrying the entire team on your back. I know. I mean, to be fair, I did bring most of us together. Yeah, sure. You did bring like a good amount of us together. Like... Yeah, because you you brought me and I brought Lyle, and then then Joss. No, actually, brought... I think I brought Lyle. No, I think no, we both brought Lyle. I think you're right because I I just started yes, working with them. Was... Yes, it was during one of those uh, Q and A things we were recording. At yeah, Joss's old old place. Yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. We've been at this for two years. Yeah, that's weird. Shit, we need to lose footage again sometime so we can do another Master of Puppets. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> um, hey man, if you ever want to see Tucker, our good old Tucky boy here, pretending to be a tree, check out the Retro Bros Master of Puppets Wind Waker. If I don't, if I can, uh, just throw a little self promotion in there. I was a pretty good tree. <laughs> I stood you there. Are a very pretty tree. I stood there. I looked strong but weak at the same time. It was good. It's like most trees in the United States at this point. <laughs> strong but weak. Um, oh, what so, you been up to, Tucker? It has been a minute since I heard about anything that you've you've been uh, up to um, professionally. I I'm doing this. I try to do this weekly. I missed one week when I graduated because I was like, I don't want to fucking do anything. Um, and then uh, I'm I just I was editing a video I'm putting out soon earlier today on stream. Uh, I'm trying to make more content, and then I'm trying to also like talk to people about doing a music video about doing music videos it's been a time and a half it's been a lot of that oh that reminds me Hmm. i would want to talk to you about doing another video on your channel okay cool so i've been uh sort of foraying back into electronic music in the in that i've been trying to be able to discern uh electronic genre just 
by ear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with a lot of those kinds, they really blend into each other. Yeah. It's a weird... Genre is already a weird, like, mishmash amalgamation of uh, stupid rules that make no sense. Yeah. But with Electronica, it's wild. I'd love to do something like that. Bet. I, I'm super down to do that. I, I haven't done anything electronic on my channel yet, and I've been really wanting to. So that that I'd be completely fucking down to do that. And, uh, uh, I rediscovered a love for uh, happy hardcore and hard style. Yeah, nice. You know, electronica you haven't heard in the better part of eight years. <laughs> Just a little bit. I, I, I remembered the other day I was like half asleep and just jolted up in shock of the memory of fucking techno kitten adventure do you remember techno kitten adventure i do i do remember techno kitten adventure it's a lot i've been, I've been listening to the soundtrack to that non-stop for the last like week <laughs> my roommates hate me yeah <laughs> that's why i'm excited to go on the road trip with you because no. yeah because we're gonna be in the car and you're gonna like play something i'm gonna be like hold up <laughs> Hold up, wait, why is this a bop? <laughs> I'm like, hold up, why is this a bop? Also, I have 10 other artists that sound exactly like this that you would really like. <laughs> like, it's going to be a whole hey. time. It's going to uh, be great. I... I, yeah, I'm, uh, but yeah, no, like, we, I'm, we, I'd love to do another video with, with you. You just have to come over to my place. And, uh, God, I hate that. I know. If all, if only we still lived close together, then it could just be like a whatever thing. Which is funny because you're still like 15 minutes away. Yeah, I'm only like 15 minutes away. I mean, but it's it's still like, you know, just a teensy bit farther than literally like next door. Right. Where did the time go? So, true. Uh, so, okay. I, I think an interesting question for, um, whatchamacallit, for uh, anyone who does like kind of let's play content, whether it be like highlighted or not is uh like what do you what kind of games do you like to play in your like personal time versus what kind of games would you want to play for like the channel you know because they're never the same like not for anyone <laughs> yeah not even close to a little bit i yeah. play a crisp i'm here's here's a little insider secret for you and your podcast tucker i'm not what you'd call a uh gamer <laughs> I play across two or three games. I play WoW, as anybody who knows me knows. Yep. The only game I play. Uh, in my free time, I've been playing Cyberpunk, which has been pretty cool. Yeah. But for the channel, no. Serialized games are... They're nice for, you know, pumping out, pumping out content, coming up with recurring jokes and stuff like that. But there's just a simple purity in just playing stupid one-offs. Oh yeah. Jack always has to, you know, rip my arm into getting me to do. <laughs> I mean that that because door, every, that door episode was yes, uh, every time. They're some of our better performing let's plays because it just turns into me screaming. Yeah, it just turns into you screaming. Like that one that because uh, I I didn't I wasn't on the team yet. I don't think when Superman sixty four happened. I think that was right before no. me. Yeah, I I remember because I didn't edit it. Um. But I was there for Dora, and Dora was a lot. You were not happy. I was not. <laughs> that Although that video that day just the sheer amount of cocaine that uh, Swiper can do, that Boots can do. Yeah, that Boots can do. My lizard and the monkey. Yeah, did did Boots go to rehab? Uh, not yet. I've been trying to get her to, but she's you know she's putting it off. You can only force someone so much. Uh, she'll get there eventually. She'll get tired of the worms and the rocks. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no. Um, <laughs> um yeah, no, that that episode was like you were not happy. Like and mo most of the other episodes, I'm like, oh, he's like play mad, like you know, kind of thing. That one, I was like, oh no, he's actually upset a little bit. <laughs> Josh's whole dynamic, right? It's yeah. just us giving each other shit and being play mad at each other, but it's. The problem is when you're on camera, you can only play it up so much before it just turns into legitimate anger. Yeah, before it just turns into like actual anger and like rage. Like Superman 64. I don't ever want to look at that game ever again, but just the raw emotion captured in that, I feel like I have. To, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, like, 
God, man. Yeah, I, I Joss keeps talking to me about how, like, how do we force Kyle to play that game again? And I'm like, carefully and creatively. <laughs> Very carefully. You got to make sure Kyle doesn't burn down your house afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You got to move. It has to be right before you move. And then don't tell him where the new place is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tangents aside, I play a lot of RPGs. That's most, that's most of what I do. I read romance garbage and play RPGs. Yeah. Whereas it's not very good for Let's Plays unless you are hugely well-known personalities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Or, or like the only time RPGs could also is also like kind of good for content is if you're doing like challenge builds or whatever. Like True. that's the only other time like RPGs are even like remotely good for content, which sucks because they're my favorite kind of games. Right. I mean, we we're planning on trying to do three houses. We yeah. tried that once, and then something happened with the footage that when you when Jimmy Joss starts talking, brain kind <laughs> your brain just kind of melts, <laughs> just kind of melts a little. <laughs> that being said, I love Joss. Do not get me wrong. I yeah. think he's like my best friend. <laughs> but so but uh when he does when you do be talking about the channel sometimes it's it's kind of it's kinda like anything technical, it's outside of my range. I've always been kind of a oh god, what did I what did I say? I said it like a month ago. I'm a jack of most trades. <laughs> I have mastered literally nothing in my life, but I'm very good at tiptoe foraying into doing pretty much anything I, i'd say i have experience in doing most i'd say you've mastered forklifting for i'm look i don't i don't want to my own dick or anything but i'm pretty mean on a forklift you are pretty mean on a forklift forklift certified some would even say i mean might be a lie but yeah <laughs> i mean yes i am forklift certified i am a professional yes you are a professional for any of the employers watching. <laughs> yeah, no. Every like, time I've asked about it, there is no. It, I've always gotten the same answer. That there's no formal cert, uh, formal forklift certification in this state. So you can get even, certified even, through OSHA, but yeah, like I, I, there uh, isn't there. I remember, OSHA. I remember there was a there was like a a facility like in Kirkland that you could get cert certified in, but like. Well, that's that's uh, the thing with certifications like that too. Is it just doesn't? Uh, it's not something that even if you have, like you do get formally forklift certified. If you go to a new job to drive a forklift, they're going to train you on it either way. No, I mean, yeah. How anybody else trains anything ever? Oh yeah, especially at those kinds of jobs. No, you're getting trained right? again. You're getting trained again. <laughs> Is yeah. this uh, compelling content? Yes. <laughs> the forklift focus. The forklift focus is indeed needed. Um, but yeah, no, like I, uh, I think it's, it's, it's always like interesting to ask, um, like video game content creators, like what kind of games do you play in your pastime versus like on camera? Because it's always completely fucking different. Literally. I play world of Warcraft. I, uh, main a Shami heal. I healer. I have every years. Love it. It's in the current meta right now, which is pretty That's sick. Hype. That's hype. It's, it's it's pretty cool. The new update rolled out either today or yesterday, and now you can transmog shoulders independently of each other. Oh. Or Kyle. Transmog. But otherwise, I don't, I don't play video games. <laughs> I just ran through, uh, fuck, what was it? Tony Hawk's Underground 1. Oh, nice. That's the good shit. That's like the classic yeah, good shit. I made a meme about it and then sent it to Matt, and then felt like an asshole for making that's the Sparrow <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like um like for me, I I think I don't really play um on stream I just play whatever. But like for Retro Bros, I don't suggest most games I play because A, we already have like a backlog of eighty games. But like Especially for uh, for for stream, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like you. You all are here for the ride. I don't give a shit what what I'm playing. Uh, but uh, like on Retro Rose, I'm not gonna suggest like Darkest Dungeons because even though I love that game, uh, it is not uh, let's play content. It is grinding for hours. Yeah, that's ninety percent of the games I play are just grinding. Yeah, 
it's nice to just shut the brain off, listen to some creepy pasta or ambient readings or smooth jazz or electronic <laughs> I've been listening to lately. You know, I you am know, an enigma. You know, the mix up of smut and smooth jazz. <laughs> smut you never smooth know. jazz, man. Look, we've been talking about making a secondary channel for like a million years about doing uh about doing uh fan fiction readings and stuff like that. You know goddamn well we're gonna put uh not copyrighted smooth jazz in the background. It's the only one. <laughs> yeah? Oh yeah. Make it make a kissy noise at him for me. This is from Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> why why the pineapple juice oh, it does bum me out just a smidge that oh no did it explode did what explode oh there we go we're back fucking discord yeah. it does bum me out just a smidgen that I'm not going to be able to talk you into editing for us if we do no no oh, come on sucker I, d I know how much you love Smut. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, Fiverr, Fiverr is a wonderful website that you can go to and find an amalgamation of editors. I'll give you that. Uh, we have fucking, like, four editors on our, on yeah, our staff right Yeah, I barely now. have to do fucking anything anymore. I just, I, I keep for I have to do so little that I keep forgetting the responsibilities I actually have for the channel. I've had right. Wind Waker like 36 on my fucking hard drive for like a month now and I keep forgetting I have to edit it until Joss says something and then I'm like fuck oh fuck <laughs> fuck the yeah, last time no, um... I opened that file was a different version of fucking Adobe Premiere shit <laughs> yeah well like, like we were talking about the last time we had an impromptu uh, retro bros meeting at someone's birthday party mm -hmm. you know as, as it happens as it happens with the new recording schedule, we should have a lot more content to put out. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, you know what isn't good, though? I don't know. Remember the last uh, Fallout New Vegas episode we put out? Or that we were we recorded? Uh-huh. I don't know where the fuck it, uh, it went. Hey, I was just saying we need to do another Master of Puppets! <laughs> no, I, don't, I mean, we don't even have, like, the audio... I don't know where the fuck anything is. I mean, at that point, that that'll be an easy enough fix. We just get to write a script. Yeah, true. Like, we just get the bullshit our way through the, the last episode. It, it might. It might be on my hard drive. Hold up. I might still have it, but I don't think I do. I do not. At least not here. Wait, I might have it in my Retrobro specific folder. That might be a thing. Uh. Oh, I still have the raw file, like the raw recording, I think. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I got the, I, I still have the raw file, the like uh, the unedited okay. file. I edited it, and then I think, I, I, I'm 80% sure I fucking put it on the channel, but I looked yesterday, and it's not there anymore. I don't know what happened to it. Either I just forgot because I'm a three head and never put it on the channel, or I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. But it's all good. I can re I can re-edit it. But yeah, no, re uh, Retro Bros is interesting simply because we have a fucking massive team. <laughs> we have a huge team for a uh, less than thousand sub. Uh let's play channel team but we are becoming less and less let's play channel as time goes on yeah doing the new video tattoo what is it the bad tattoo videos yeah joss is always pitching for doing more live action stuff which once the apocalypse is over which every day we get closer every to the day. apocalypse being over we'll be able to do live action yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see like everyone's because like Last time we had like the entire team. No, we've never had like the current entire team there. Oh, hey, look, Joss is in chat. What do you know? Joss is in chat. Well, yeah, because I, I added him in the title. So I added the channel in the title. Oh, my God, I got the actual tag <laughs> oh, right. Fuck yes, brother. Uh, but, but yeah, no. 
once we get the entire team together when the apocalypse is over it's going to be fucking really exciting i'm going to be absolutely hyped out of my fucking mind for that shit yeah if the apocalypse is ever over Uh, yeah that's a big if whenever that happens is there anything i should i should plug on here i don't know should i ruin tucker's podcast you should always ruin my podcast you should always ruin my podcast that's how it works. All right, I'll pull up a fan. Oh God, <laughs> not not here, not here. This is the one. This I, I this is on my channel. God damn it! This is the last bastion of Tucker's freedom. Kyle can't read smut here. <laughs> Kyle comes into my house sometimes and reads smut, but not this my is channel. True. God damn it! <laughs> this is the last bastion. God damn it! <laughs> last bastion of American freedom. Sports TV. Yep, that's it. The guy who rambles about music or whatever the fuck and occasionally has a podcast. I don't make the rules, man. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Yeah, no. Um I'm I'm really happy to have have you on because like it seems like uh it seems like it would be not like what's the word for it? Like cohesive i guess i don't know i don't know what i mean by that but like it wouldn't be like something you would expect like it yeah i don't like i said when you asked me earlier today if i could do it i'm like i mean yeah bro of course we'll do whatever i can to help you out i just don't know what the fuck i'm gonna talk about <laughs> yeah i'm not in any realistic semblance a, a whole ass content creator or artiste i don't but you do make I the like funnies to, i i like to make goofs and gaffs I like to write sometimes. I yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mostly make the poo poo and the pee pee jokes and yell obscenities at my friends. That's, true. That's what I do. I'm an artiste. <laughs> You're an artiste. One to rival Andy Warhol. Um, but no, Joss, we're not going to reach uh, smut on more of my shit. We're not going to do that because that would make me sad. That would make me really sad. <laughs> it would make me sad. <laughs> it would just make me sad. But that's okay. Um, yeah, no, like, I think... I think for the longest uh, time, like... Because it's, inter- it's interesting. Because, like, I mean, technically speaking, it's, like, you're in an interesting position. Because you're not part of any of the, like... Necessarily the creation of it other than just being there and talking and like kind of like going with the recording and stuff like that and kind of being with the vibe of the room while you're playing and stuff like that so it's like kind of interesting because you don't necessarily have a process you just kind of show up and improv which is which is awesome and it's a improv is a fucking art i can't improv for shit i'm like pretty i'm pretty bad at improving but like acting for like 10 years yeah it, it came sort of naturally to me. Last time I was excited, Joss, we were talking about how awful the first, like, month or two's worth of the Retro Bros videos were because we were both just fucking talking over each other and uh, <laughs> went way too far away while we both just sucked at video games. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, dude. It was it was primo. It was like primo. Like I said, man, it's my one true passion in this life to post cringe. It's... But, yeah, on the, on the team, I... The only thing I really do is I just am a personality, which is weird. I'm the only one on the team who doesn't have like eight roles. I used yeah. to name episodes and stuff, but uh, I'm lazy. <laughs> that's fair, but like that—that's the thing though. Is that like, is that like um, improv? It, it's int- It's weird to talk about improving in the same sense as you talk about most other art because like, improving itself is so like momentarily it's like it's like uh, if you're any if there's any like comedy people or nerds in the like chat it's like it's like uh it's like crowd work crowd work is really fun and really fucking cool if you're in the room and it's really hard to capture it on like a recording or something because it's so like vibing and it's so much like of the room like you start it's hard to be there it's hard to like not be there and still get the jokes even though it's like you know like even though technically speaking it's basically still just stand up like it's hard because there's no like actual reference and i think improving is somewhat the same um because it's like 
you, you have this art and you have this skill of being able to make kind of anything of nothing and just kind of talk and go and like that's a really hard thing to translate into like having a process or whatever because it's just kind of you do you go it's all instinct and like cleverness and just going off the top of your head yeah i uh it was really hard to get into because i hadn't done any performative anything in a million years when we started retro bros but over time i i do kind of have a process i suppose because what i've learned especially with bringing in more people on the channel it uh depending on who's there it completely changes the entire tone of the episode right and that's what i've learned is how to properly sort of i mean i don't want to land thick or anything but like properly lead the conversations into sort of segues into what flows a lot more cohesively between who's having a conversation with who like uh i first noticed that in one of the i think it was the first time we ever record recorded with lyle hmm. was joined he sat in for a wind waker and then it was uh me and me and lyle were bickering back and forth about something making you guess and then we and then just said a terrible joke as he does which we love that's our brand yeah and then me and lyle without missing a beat both turned and we're just like hey who wants to run out from retro bros <laughs> Dude, and Lyle Lyle is such a good improv artist. Like he is so fucking just funny, like naturally funny. funny like like there's very few people I know who are just like naturally really funny. Like I think Cooper is one of them. Um Cooper is just naturally really funny, I think. And then like Lyle is fucking hilarious without trying to. That man can say fucking anything and I'll just be like dying. I don't know why. That man can literally sit there and describe his entire family being murdered in brutal detail, and I will still be on the floor cackling. <laughs> not about not about the family, but just, the, the way he says the it. The way he speaks. Yeah. His, his vocal mannerisms, his tone. Especially uh, when he gets upset. He's a good, good boy. Especially oh, when he gets like upset. When Lyle starts yelling. When Lyle starts yelling, it's my favorite thing on the planet. Just like, because I know he like he's like upset, but just his word choice and his tone is just so funny. This like this. There was this one time where I went to a show, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call out my friend James from the band Vacuous. Um, I was seeing his old band perform at a, a place called Louis G's, um, and uh, it was in like kind of Tacoma area, and uh, I'm up I'm I'm over talking with the rest of his band, just you know chatting and shit, and then um, <laughs> he gets out of the car, and. Uh, he pulls up, gets out of the car, and a and a um I think a like a do you know the way like Sonic shirt like all around print like it's just it's just a million of them, and that, go on. It, he he gets out and he's like some fucking jackass hit my fucking car rolls on the way over here what the fuck I live like ten fucking minutes from this fucking venue and I get fucking t-boned on the way over here what is that kind of fucking love and he's like really mad but the entire time he's like you're wearing a fucking do you know the way sanic shirt dude i can't take you seriously <laughs> have you considered it it could you might have gotten t-boned by your wardrobe choices oh yeah out of the corner of their eye dude yeah no it like like shit like that is like when someone's really mad but something they're doing is really funny is like one one of my favorite types of comedy, A, and and B, really unfortunate because uh -huh. they're feeling like a genuine emotion, and you're just like laughing at them. You just feel so bad, but you can't not laugh. It's, I have that problem in public a lot. I can't control it when I find something funny. It doesn't matter if it's funny or not. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna oh, really yeah. laugh. Oh yeah, dude. It's like um matt just taught, brought this up like it, it's like when um we were we were all uh hanging out i think we're doing like our old like home D, &D sessions back in the first game and um that uganda dude like or delivered our food for us which was hype but he was wearing a uganda knuckle shirt and we were just like does he know does he does he know does he know? I don't want to ask if he knows, but like <laughs> he has to know, right? He's gotta know. There's like, no way he did. Like it, it was just a lot. Like I, I remember Matt coming in and being like, "Bro, <laughs> step out of the game for a second, bro." 
it was a lot <laughs> and like that, that's what's like interesting about comedy because like in general like not even just situational stuff but like comedy is so interesting because it's a lot of instinct and a lot of just like experience over time equals like being funny if you're trying to a lot of the time that's that's how I end up making characters in any of the RPG games I make. Like, uh, we do uh, Dungeons and Dungeons together. Yeah. Everyone loved Kai or, uh, Sunny. Sunny. Yeah. Everyone loved Sunny. She was this lady who just wants to pat you on the back. Everyone loved her. Yeah, she was great. In the, in the cyberpunk game we're running. Oh, God, dude. Your character. Oh, did you? by the way, did you see the next uh, session details? Uh, something about our band. Yeah, you're, you're you guys are gonna be playing a show, so I need you and Matt to be there. But anybody else is optional to whether their character would want to like go to that show or not. So that's all optional. But you guys are needed because you guys are playing the show. Oh, that, yes, I do remember seeing that. Actually, we have to write uh, roll up uh, the other bandmates or something like. That. Yeah, or or like you guys could also just you know be a be a whatchamacallit a um two-piece band if you want but you know just a, just a chick singer and a uh electric guitar yeah you know just vibing gotta get weird with it you know yeah experiment <laughs> experiment some you know just kind of tune chill the out guitar tune each string of the guitar to a different tuning style right yeah and then just get fucking weird with it <laughs> yeah just, just go just get just get fucking wacky also i i agree joss it's uh recording we're forcing one another to play a game that they don't like is is like some of the funniest shit that like that can just like fucking happen in the recording session and uh, i think he's trying to tell you something kyle how me and joss's friendship has survived at this point i really don't after like, superman 64 and dora like that's that's quite a bit superman, oh and and fighting nemo and fighting nemo dude i forgot about the fighting nemo game and they literally had cutscenes from the fucking movie as their cutscenes fuck that was so they fucked. had scenes from the fucking movie as their cutscenes i i would i i had to cut the cutscenes out of the fucking game like out of the fucking let's play because like it, it, I, I uploaded it just to see and it got fucking claimed like immediately so I was, uh -huh. like, I was like how the fuck are you like what, what the, hey Disney I get it you're the rat fucking bastard himself but come on was that Disney or was that Pixar I think it was Disney aren't they the same thing I mean basically wait hold on now, now Finding I, Nemo is Pixar if Finding Nemo Pixar, yeah. yeah okay yeah pixar you pixar, pixar well of course it was if it wasn't it would have defining nemo would have been in one of the kingdom hearts games by now that's true dude imagine a fish floundering flopping around just well, five have the whole ass little mermaid level oh god you're right oh. you're right <laughs> and now under the sea is stuck in my head and I'm under the sea <laughs> i'm gonna drink myself to sleep <laughs> drink myself to sleep tonight because that's what I deserve now. Uh huh. I, um, I got no one to blame. Pixar is owned by Disney. <laughs> I was gonna what say. I was right? gonna say it still does say Disney. It, it says uh, Pixar Animation Studio, Walt Disney. Oh yeah, because Toy Story is Pixar. Yeah, that's right. Toy Story is Pixar, and they were in the Kingdom Hearts three or whatever it was. Yeah, fucking Kingdom Hearts, dude. I was so pumped for that game. I couldn't get more than an hour into it. Yeah, Just... it's like the most JRPG JRPG you've ever seen, made by Americans. Like yeah, it is, it's... it is just, it is just like take a party and go hit things, and then there's kind of a story, and it's like okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't even that really. I, to be fair, I missed out on like five or six Kingdom Heart games or some shit. I haven't played a game since two. And there have been like six of them since. But I played them, made the like one, two, and Chain of Memories, I think. And then just the sheer difference in writing between two and three is fucking wacky. Yeah. Like the tail end of two soar is a lot more like he's growing up and responsibility. He's doing. Yeah. He's and doing then shit. Getting a three, he's just like, teehee, I'm five. <laughs> and I am five. <laughs> I'm five. Do not perceive me. <laughs> Do not perceive. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. 
Also, Joss, I love you. I don't want to. Uh, actually, that could be a fun edit. Never mind. I'm I'm that down. Actually, I'm down. Pretty funny. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down to that. I'm down to that nightmare. Anyways, though. Um, Shut up, Tucker. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I know. This whole time, I have been saying that I'm not actually a content creator or an artiste, but I've been lying to you. I am actually ah. an artiste. Ah. And see. Here's here's what I want you. You're to like do. a wine I'm taster. Some... I am a wine taster or drunk. One of the two. Is tomato potato. Tomato uh, tomato. So here's what I need you to do. I'm going to send you a thing that I have created and I want you to read it for me. Oh, God. Oh, no. Where are you sending this? Uh, uh, just in the Discord. Okay. So you don't have to look away. There you go, buddy. I labored over this. Okay. Give me a second. The stream's gonna look fucked up for a second, and that's okay. Okay. Let me know if it'd be better to oh, read okay. it with or without context. <laughs> for now, without. Explain okay. afterwards. Okay, I can do that. She weft <laughs> with my heart in tow. They say all good things must end. The sadness plugs. Why did things turn out this way? I am lost in soul. I am beweave. <laughs> the fuck is that word? I am beweave. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I am beweaver. I am not a beweaver, but I don't want to wive without your love. So anyway. So anyway. <laughs> the other night at like three, four in the morning, I couldn't sleep. I was, I was, I was pretty drunk. And I had this wonderful idea, and I'm going to do it every day from now on. It's my favorite thing. I found I found out that you just you can just go on Google and find like emo poetry generators, right? You write the uh, you write the first thing like I wrote uh, she left with my heart and toe, and then it came out with that, and then I took the poem that it made, and put it into an Olo translator. Art. Art. Actual fucking art. It's high art. I'm not. I don't want to take yeah. my own dick or anything. But uh, Andy Warhol, who is he? Who is she? Who is she? Don't know her. <laughs> don't know her at all. <laughs> yeah. So no. when are we gonna make a when are we gonna make a full punk band and cover other songs, but in but in oh oh well. That is a really good idea. Falls in your court. So. so, so <laughs> <laughs> So smut plus emo music generator plus owo generator. Fuck, that's hilarious. Oh my god. Yes, that's a <laughs> genius idea. We take Sonic Smut and put it in an OO generator. Oh god. That's gonna be a fucking nightmare. Glacier can take that one. <laughs> I, I wipe my fucking hands of that. Okay, I can I can accept that, Tucker, but you gotta help us read it. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Not yeah, you know you, you know what, Joss? No. Glacier can take the series now. <laughs> Don't play chicken with Tucker, Joss. He'll I'll leave. do it. I'll do it. I mean, it's not like I've been doing anything for the channel recently anyways, honestly. I keep forgetting I exist. It's okay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just forget that you exist? It happens to the best of us. Um, Frequent problem of mine. True. So you also have musical opinions. Um, and I, even if the guest that I have on isn't a musician per se, I always like to ask what their like musical opinions are because I always think it's really interesting. Um, so what I want to ask is what, um, so like what kind of music do you generally feel yourself gravitating towards like the most? Like, even if you take a break from that kind of music, you always end up going back to it eventually. So I'm really weird. I've every time I explain my music taste and how I like to experience music to people, it's and they say they they've never heard of it or thought of it like that. I listen to music seasonally, like ev just about every spring or summer, I'll listen to like classic rock or or folk punk or punk or something like that. It it's all about like finding the right kind of instrumentals and tone for the like temperature and just general vibe and feeling about 
and that's season, you know? Like, for winter, I listen to a lot of black metal or a lot of black metal, a lot of uh, metalcore, a lot of uh, industrial, a lot of industrial. Love me some industrial. Slut for Comic Christ. uh, (laughs) And summer's a nice amalgamation of whatever reminds me of like when i was younger and would go to parties and do shit with friends and blah 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 so a lot of a lot of cringe like uh i find myself listening to hollywood undead a lot and i don't know why i don't know where it came from none of my friends <laughs> listen to hollywood undead a lot when me and lyle started hanging up everywhere i go and i was just like why why do i love this this is reminding me of something and i don't know what <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um but yeah, it's it's all about cultivating and fu- and creating the right atmosphere for life, you know. Yeah, like I have um, I have uh, not like I I have certain bands that like I don't exclusively listen to them this way, but like I have certain bands that I listen to a lot more when I'm like on a road trip. Like uh oh, well, of course. Yeah, like Oathbreaker is a band I listen to a lot when I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere and just driving. Because they're very, their music is very like ambient and empty, so it's like, I, I like listening to them a lot when I'm like driving through Eastern Washington and there's like just fucking literally nothing around. <laughs> you gotta show me more of that uh, the emo kid band that you love. Which one? You were showing me when we were when you drive me back and forth all the time. Um, fuck, what are they called? Cheerios. Uh, no. No. Oh. Uh, you were they were like your favorite band oh census fail census fail yeah, yeah we i'm down do that on the road trip, I'm hell yeah i'll play you my favorite album by them because i changed my favorite album changed since then actually yeah Fancy. I, yeah my favorite album actually changed so it's um pull the thorn from your hearts now my i think my favorite because I, I think it's the most uh creative that buddy's gotten like writing wise but uh Renister's still very good but like pull the thorn from your heart is just really creative and not like anything he's ever made before through census fail so i'm like i like it <laughs> but yeah if you take anything from me and in this interview with uh, a random one of tucker's friends who does let's play sometimes i promise you you are in for a good time if you tomorrow around like two or three in just two or three in the afternoon listen to like two or three of your favorite pop punk songs and just be outside and experience just the the breeze and the smell of spring oh my god it i did that earlier today and i about creamed everything perfect Perfect time of year to do it you about creamed through the pants look it's not often tom DeLonge will make me cream but sometimes Sometimes he's just the voice inside my yet. That's that's. <laughs> Did you say my yet? <laughs> yes, I pronounced it correctly. You pronounced it the Tom DeLonge way of pronouncing it. Oh my the God, voice so inside singing. my yet. It's so much fun singing songs like Tom DeLonge. Because he's such but a in fucking a, like. In the middle of a gunfight. <laughs> in the center of a restaurant. <laughs> they say. Dude, so I was um. I was uh I was in a stream last night. I wasn't streaming, but I was I was I was uh, watching a polite stream. Who is uh, one of Ludwig's editors? Shout out polite. I love him. And um, he was uh, we started talking about music and stuff. And um, speaking of MCR, and he started going down like a pop punk like metalcore rabbit hole. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't know you liked this stuff. And he's like, yeah, bro, I'm like a I'm like a Midwest fucking sad kid. Of course, I love this shit. And I was like, that's that's fair. It's fair. And then um someone was like someone's like bro you ever hear uh fuck what was it things like bro you ever hear a sublime or something like that and someone was like it was some like rando that was in his chat and he was being like genuine and he yeah, just oh and plot was like i was like yeah bro i listen to underground music i know what sublime is like joking and then i was just like i was just like bro i listen to mcr you probably haven't heard of them like they're kind they're of pretty- they're they're kind of like the cool thing right now in the underground, you know, like 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 niche. even people who like go to shows like probably don't know them, 
And then uh, that went off on the whole fucking tangent of naming a million like popular like pop punk emo bands and being like, bro, Panic Underground. <laughs> but, 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 well, I mean, you know what? I can't really argue with that fact because Panic just came with a band that's Brendan Yuri. So, yeah. Panic is literally just Brendan Yuri at this point. It is Brandon Urie and then some hired uh, stage musicians, and that's about like the entire band. <laughs> like uh, he's had the same uh, backing band musicians for a while now, but it's if memory serves, it's just like a dude that plays guitar and a chick that plays bass or something, something like something like that. But but a lot of the newer Panic music's like big band on electronic, and it doesn't make. Sense. <laughs> it doesn't oh, make yeah. sense. <laughs> oh, also, I was like, I was talking with Polite in this chat, and um, he showed this one song. He's like, he's like, yeah, this song's kind of like folk punk, but somehow sadder. And I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a fucking second. That's, those are dangerous words. Well, it was like, it was like country emo, which is like, okay, pretty sad. So like, I was like, that's an argument, but that's fair. That's a fair comparison. Um, but I was just like in all fucking cast, like, wait, 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 you like folk punk? And he was like, he's like, bro, once again, I'm sad and in the Midwest. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no, That's hilarious. I know. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? I didn't expect you to like folk punk. This was not like I, this was not part of the thing. <laughs> this was not part of the thing. And then like, we like. I, I I was like, yo, you should put on some AJJ, and he was like, oh, bro, you bet, and he's put on bad bad things by AJJ, and I was just like, oh fuck, I'm gonna cream, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking nut, dude. My favorite editor loves folk punk, and I'm gonna fucking nut. That's goddamn crazy. That's sick. Yeah, like you know, we just it, it was it was it was a really cool stream because like we it was just him like kind of surfing around YouTube like looking up bands that came to the top of his head, and it was really cool. It was really, really cool. It was really funny because he was talking about, because he's from like South Dakota. So he's like, and he's in like a small town in South Dakota. So like, um, he, he was like, bands never come through here. So I never miss anything. Nothing ever sells out here. So I never have to worry about that. I could buy like, I could buy like Nickelback tickets like the day before the show. And like, I'd still be like preem, like it'd still be like preem prices because they're not even close to sold out. So like, uh, so he's like, um, you know, uh, there's fuck. Who was it? It was um, I think it was Will Swan from Dance Gavin Dance, um, and he was like, he's like, yeah, one time Will or no, it was no, it was not even music. It was Ted Division, Ted Division from um, I think like Chicken uh, Good Chicken Sandwich or something like that, a, a podcast. Um, he 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 was like, yeah, he drove through our state once and went to the Corn Palace, guys. That was a fucking big thing for our town. <laughs> I personally oh, am in love in love with the corn palace and it's what my bedroom is going to be referred to from now until the day that i die the corn palace the corn palace. apparently it's just like a whole ass like mansion like st style thing like but corn like, so it's like I, an actual I, corn mansion thing I, I think it's either that or it's like one of the biggest corn farms so it's just like you walk in and like everything's corn i don't actually know what it is but like I imagine it's one of those two. It's like South Dakota or some shit. It's uh I, I've never because I've never. Is it though? What? It's like it's the only corn palace. I'm like, thanks. What the fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I can imagine it's the only corn palace. No, it's yeah. No, it's 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 like a giant ass building. Oh shit. Okay. I was kind of hoping it was just a bunch of corn glued together. I too was kind of hoping it was the giant corn mansion. Imagine just like an entire palace, but corn. Imagine the Taj, Ma the Taj Mahal, but corn. I kind of want to make that a Photoshop now. Well, there you go. I sent you a picture of the corn palace. All right, cool. <laughs> Oh my god! I'll put it, I'll put it up on screen at this part of the uh, at this part of the podcast one in editing. But like, fucking like small town. South Dakota seeing seven point two million in the corn palace. Oh my god! 
something else he's been talking about a lot, like the polite's been talking about recently, is is the spam museum. That's a thing. Like, like spam the food, the meat. Yeah, like the mystery meat. It's a museum Don't about you spam. Don't disrespect my boy spam like that. Spam's goddamn delicious. It is delicious, but you also have to acknowledge it's mystery meat. Like, it's it's both. It can be delicious and mystery meat. Like the next thing you know, you Tucker's gonna be sitting here fucking talking shit about Vienna sausages, like talking shit on Vienna sausages, like the class trader he is. I'm not. I'm not even <laughs> saying that like it's bad. I'm just saying it's mystery meat, and like also, so Vienna sausages are also mystery meat, but they good as shit. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't know that I go that far. <laughs> well, I mean, they good as shit for shit. they good as shit for something you can store and throw in your pocket and walk out the store with. So you know, not worth the price point, but you know. <laughs> No, it's not worth price tag, but I mean, it's meat that'll last for 10 years. Exactly. I still have two or no, I still have like five cans of spam in my emergency go bag from like a year ago. And I checked the dates recently. That shit's still good for another three years. <laughs> Gotta love spam. Gotta love spam. Shout uh, out to spam. Hopefully we can get Tucker's podcast sponsored by spam. Oh, dude, I would, I would fucking Somebody jump on that so quick. spam. I would just, shut the fuck Joss, up. Joss. Shut the Joss, I know you're still in chat. Spam, spam. Spam, spam. <laughs> oh my God. Like, dude, yeah, no, I, I love spam. I just, like, I, the issue is now, okay, because here's the issue. Like, the issue is now, I ate so much of it when I was like, like 16, 17, 18, like in 19, when I was like uber broke. And like, now I can't just like have it plain. Like I ha- I have to have it like in ramen or like over eggs or like you know I have to, I oh yeah I, I can't oh, yeah. do just plain anymore. Like I used to be able to just get a spoon, and just fucking like and just shovel it in my fucking mouth, but now I can't do that. You gotta be at a certain point hungry to be able to do it too. There. Yeah, it it is like you you do have to have kind of a superpower of being too hungry to do it. Like I don't know. Uh, you ever had you ever just uh. You ever just uh, deep throat an entire can of Hormel's no bean chili? That's so specific. That's so specific. Kyle, that's so specific. Let's get sponsored by Hormel's as well. (laughs) Oh my god. Fucking. (laughs) Why did you invite me onto this, Doug? Because I was really excited. Hey, hey, we didn't have the same start that Retro Bros had, and I'm kind of surprised. The same start as that one Retro Bros podcast with me and you on it, and I'm really surprised we didn't. Where it was just pornography? Yeah, where we just looked up obscure porns. I forget oh, what it was of, but it was like some I obscure was, porn. I was just fucking thinking about that. Like, whenever I'm on a fucking podcast, it just evolves into me Googling shit and trying to find pornography. It's the best. I'm, I'm a whole ass asexual, man. Yeah. like my whole thing i guess i mean i remember when we first started like when you got back into um into washington and we first started like hanging out again that your whole thing was like 80s porn music dude oh my god pornosonic is the bob i mean i'm not saying it's not because it definitely There's is nothing in this world that will it's ever too be smooth as funky yeah it's nothing that will ever be as funky as the pornosonic soundtrack to ron jeremy movie that's true I, again i don't make the rules man no we don't make rules here we just we just stay facts that's how it be that's how it be like but yeah no I, I remember i was on the road we were on like the road trip to cooper's place for the first time and i was like so what are you what are you listening to right now and you were just like okay give me oh, your buddy. phone and i was like <laughs> okay and then just bow 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 <laughs> and I was like, Kyle, is this, was like, Kyle, is this porn music? And you were like, absolutely, it is. Absolutely. This song is called <laughs> Spider Pussy. It's from a Ron Jeremy film. It's a bop. What a title, too. I forgot about the title. Oh, Spider no. Spider Pussy with Wise. Spider Pussy with Wise. Oh, God. Like, that's just a Rainbow lot. For college is a pretty good one, too. Yeah, that is a pretty good one. Fucking. Those kinds of those kinds of like songs, it's just a lot. Like those kinds of like almost almost like gimmick music. You know what I mean? Where it's I like music. yeah, where it's like where it's like like a like porno grind as well. It's a kind of like a gimmick genre, but like sometimes you find a bop and you're just like fuck. It's such a gimmick, but fuck, I like it. <laughs> I love branching out into music like that because then 
Because then you have the perfect song to put on during any conversation at any time, and it just instantly kills everyone around you. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, it's dude. like memes. It's like hev- heavily work-intensive memes. Dude, I mean, you pull up a torso fuck song in a group of people, you're getting little W's. Like, that's just how it works. Roommate the other day, he was. We were we were talking about terrible metal music, and he brought up Torso Grind. He doesn't listen to metal or uh, Torso Fuck, and I was just like, oh, "You were that shitty band I showed you ten years ago." <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, it is like, hard. Plays in my head, lives rent free in my head. True, like it is hard to forget Torso Fuck. Torso Fuck is kind of out there, but like, yeah, no, like. A lot of like gimmick music is so interesting because a lot of times the people making gimmick music are like actually good musicians, but they just decided to make tor- like they they decided to make party cannon. They decided to take make party cannon and to make uh and make Operation Destroyer and stuff like that, where it's just like this is a hundred percent a gimmick, but you're also a hundred percent fucking talented, and I don't understand. Exactly. Like uh, Pink Eyes, another ver- uh, good example of that is just like Joji. I mean, you can see it now with his actual music, but like a hundred percent, like extremely talented musician. Is that another monster, or is that another rock star? A different rock star? You don't know me. You don't know what I'm about, <laughs> bro. It's eleven p.m. Ah, uh, I know. <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, gimmick music is interesting, cause like then you find that weird line, like cause hyperpop's kind of on that weird line of like, it, if you understand the culture, it's a hundred percent not a gimmick. But like if you first listen to it, it sounds like a gimmick. Oh, was I was talking about uh, electronic electronic music earlier. What was the genre you said you liked? Cause you're really picky about electronic music. I like IDM glitch and like ambient stuff. You would like glitch. Yeah, I, I love glitch. I, d- I did not mean that in the tone that I. Said. No, but I do love glitch. <laughs> you would like glitch. You would like glitch. You pretentious shit. <laughs> you, you pretentious motherfucker. Next. I mean, I do like IDM. So. I mean, I do like IDM. So, like, I can't really say I'm not pretentious. IDM's whole genre is literally being pretentious. Falling in love with like eight or nine subgenres of house oh really there's so much house oh dude there's too there's almost too much house in a lot of ways there's no such thing as too much house that's I the think, secret though i mean because there's fucking 20 subgenres of house that's fair i mean it's it's kind of like the one of my favorite uh eric on or one of my favorite lines that hannibal burris ever said on the eric Andre show which is he's talking to asa akira and he was like do you think there's enough porn in the world and she just goes no and he goes i i think we have enough i think we have enough and and like i love that line just because it's so dumb <laughs> it's such oh, a no that's goddamn genius that is comedy gold it's such oh, a no, dumb line no in the world what are you there's no way no there's no way it's only like tastes are ever evolving it's almost it's not totally not like 90 percent of the websites on the internet in general is porn sites right it's totally not like people are fighting real hard right now to do away with porn again for the 80th time in in fucking 50 years dude dude that's all there's gonna be it's gonna be everywhere it's, it's just, already everywhere it's and no just gonna, gonna be care porn. anymore and it's gonna be great you know what's funny too is that all these fucking like people like cons- usually conservative people who are trying to get rid of porn don't realize that if you get rid of porn you're just gonna get back go back to the days of having like hustler magazines at a 7-eleven and then you're gonna have to explain to your kid why there's some fucking boobies at eye level to them when you're at the 7-eleven like they don't understand that that's the alternative that you have here like Bring back nudity. Wait, what? Oh, hold on. I I remember like I want to say it was right after Hugh Hefner died, or a few, or like five or six years ago. Playboy stopped doing centerfold. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Same. Let's let's go to Wikipedia. Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. 
brief ending of full frontal nudity. Brief ending. Okay. So in 2016, they said they would no longer have full frontal nudity. Blah, blah, blah. Dropping nudity may have been a mistake. (laughs) Who would have guessed? Monthly publication. The magazine, it would move to quarterly publishing? Oh, they don't. They don't make Playboy magazines anymore. Oh, weird. They, yeah, those are they don't have hard copy Playboy magazines anymore. It's all online, which yeah. you know it's current year. Yeah, I mean it makes sense, but that's so weird. So weird to think about. Oh god. Oh god, man. Yeah, no, like all that, all that kind of like shit that's like going away with like new technology and stuff is really interesting because like it makes it all makes sense, but it's still weird. That like oh yeah it's going away. Like it's still uh, weird. Speaking uh, of going away, we have been going an hour. Yep. So we're yeah, at grocery shopping and shit to do. Yeah, grocery shopping to do. Yeah, why you think I'm drinking a goddamn energy? Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I have <laughs> making food to do. At eleven. Right. Well, I haven't wow. eaten. I haven't eaten dinner yet, and I've been up since like four thirty. So, you know, classics. Very <laughs> Tucker. Here, yeah, how do you how do you normally end these? Um, I just say generally say goodbye, and then it fades. Okay. 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 Instead of that. Yeah. Three fun facts about yourself. Go. Um. I like long walks on the beach. Um, I like reading a good book. Um, and 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 uh, scat porn is cool. 